You're listening to The Building Code. I'm Tom Houghton. I'm your co-host, Paul Worth. Hello, co-host Paul. How are you? <laughs> Again, I'd like to switch it up. You do. Yeah. You're I'm up. doing well. If that was a real question. It, well, I, I do care about I'm doing you great. co-host. You know why I'm doing great? Yeah. A couple reasons. Number one, we're live at Builderton University, and we have our first ever recurring guest on True the podcast. True story. It's very exciting. I'm excited. You're Good. excited. Our guest is excited. So excited. Yeah. Well, he hasn't really said it. He has, well, now he let's is. ask him. Yeah. Introducing Matt Troyer, our first repeat guest from Emergent Construction, the CEO there. Matt, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, gentlemen. It's Hello. been an awesome trip. It's been a year-ish. It's well, been a year. It was like last January, right? 10 months. 10 or 11, yeah. Because it was in February. IBS it was? was in February this year, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. The International Builder Show. Yeah, we always got to clarify that for clarify people that. not in the industry. Just in case. Do you guys make that joke, too, in your business, the, the IBS joke? Well, I did have IBS 10 months ago, but oh, that's a different okay. question. There you <laughs> go. Whoopsie-daisy. <laughs> We're not going to go there. There's HIPAA laws there somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need to disclose. Yeah. But yeah, every time you mention that you're going to that. People everyone, don't get it. Everyone looks at you a little funny. So. Yeah. Right. There you go. Yeah. It's a true story. Well, welcome back. We're excited to have you. So a good place to start is what's changed? It's uh, in ten months. Well, hang on. Before we get to what's changed, I feel like we should start where we kind of left off. Oh, that's right. When we left off back in February, you mentioned that hey, you're going to come out to BTU, maybe in like June or something. It's now December, and you chose to come to Omaha, Nebraska in December. So maybe let's talk about that choice. I I just heard it was a beautiful place to be in the cold. So (laughs) it is. But the reality was, we've been trying to schedule this for at least the six months, and every month I looked at the. I looked at the link, looked at the dates, and realized that I just couldn't make it work. So, there and we brought four of our team, and I wanted to bring at least a handful of us so we could have half the team or so to be here to, to get a lot of the value out of it. So awesome. And do you feel like bringing all of the team, like four people on the team, you feel like that was a good choice? I do. It was really good. I didn't. I didn't realize you were going to do alternating classes, so it was good for us to divide and conquer on you know the two different classes going at a time to have people in all of them. So absolutely, yeah, really so valuable. We're here on day two just to kind of set the scene. Yeah. Uh, we're here on day two. You've got four people here. You've been through the whole experience. What's your takeaway? Well, do I sound tired or no? Yeah. <laughs> no. You sound like you've had a good so, time. So I've had a great yeah. time. Yeah. It has been a, a whirlwind of information, though. It's, uh, But I think that even the, I think I told a couple of you after the first section, first session the, yesterday morning, like, I walked out of it and I was like, we've already gotten value out of the trip after the first session. So yeah. It was Boom. enough to justify the trip after the first session. So, Well, that's interesting because I, th- I think a lot of people assume I'm not using Buildertrend. I should go to Buildertrend University, but we were just talking. You're, I would consider you guys a, a very good super user style uh, and you're still finding value. That's yeah. good. We've been with, uh, I think I looked it up, April of 2015, but then mm-hmm. maybe, I think we mentioned maybe we were in 14 before and we did it, gave it a trial and then yep. backed it off and got back in it. So. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's been, we, it's, I think we can learn at every level of how to do things better or new features you guys have rolled out, honestly, mm-hmm. in the three or four years we've been doing it of you've changed a process that's made it easier or something different that like kind of, it disrupts our flow, but it's once we learn it, it makes it so much better too, to, to change how we've done it already. Yeah. yeah. So that's great. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the, I mean, ideally we'd love for every single client to understand every single new feature, but the reality is you guys are running running and gunning at your own business and we try to communicate but it's it's impossible really to communicate all changes every time so I think you had mentioned when we were talking offline that like just getting out of the office and and getting the distractions away it's good for the team to do something out of the ordinary and like to come here and actually focus on really I guess just working I think Joe mentioned it just working on the business not in the business and just 
involving your team in that, which is awesome. I mean, that's kind of a good way to, because we're big on culture and want the team to be excited about what we're doing and be a, be a part of like making decisions and how we do our process. So having those key roles here have been great for that. So yeah, that's awesome. I can tell like, so does, it seems like you guys have been having fun, which yeah. is good. Yeah. So if, so Matt, you're huge on uh, uh, Instagram and social media. So I've been following your stories. You got up at like 6 a.m before the first day and, and ran when it was like six degrees out. Yeah, so we could, we could yeah, so we <laughs> we did check our adventure the day we came in. We about missed our flight by down to 15 seconds and they, nice. they about closed the gate on us. So we ran through Chicago airport to, to get our connector. So Home alone style? Home alone style. Yeah, nice. we, we barely made it. But then, yeah, I, uh, I met uh, Daniel from Chattanooga and the two of us woke up the next, uh, the first morning and got out bright and early and 24 degrees, I think it was. And wow. Knocked out a 10K, so that was good. Wow. So yeah, That's love for dedication. He's he's a beast though. He's like a former college decathlons oh, guy. Yeah. So he was hardly breathing, and I was huffing and puffing. So, yeah. but we did it. So. Nice. And then you guys went to some golf, some bar for yeah. golf simulation. Yeah. yeah, a little golf bar, a little virtual golf bar, and uh, stayed out a little bit too late. And uh, but yeah, I got actually that we did that before we ran. So I got about five hours of sleep, and then we got up and ran. So. Jeez. It was a it was a whirlwind. But That's awesome. I don't have my three kids here with us, so it's a little easier to the five hours I do get of sleep are good. So yeah, there you go. exactly. That's kind Uninterrupted. of a spin. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good spin to like the value prop of builder trend. We always talk about getting out of your business and like focusing on builder trend, but also it's a team building thing if you bring a team. It Absolutely. really is. Yeah, those moments are huge. And we've we actually wrestled with we were going to have you guys come to us and do mm-hmm. a customized training, and I still would like to explore that, but. I think it's nice to get out of our office and do a change of pace and these, you know, everybody can see something different and the value that you get that's a little bit different than the specialized, even mm-hmm. just one-on-one with us. So sure. Yeah, I mean, inevitably in the office, even if even if we bring us, which is, gonna, which is helpful, but inevitably just day-to-day, people are pulling you, putting out fires left and right. But yep. if you completely leave the office, that's... Yep. Put up the vacation responder until yeah. we'll get to him on Friday. Yeah, so. block the notifications. Yep. You're yeah. good. Yep. Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. So two quick takeaways for... BTU. First one I want to ask is, what was your favorite class? Ooh, that's got to be the. Uh, let me look at my list. I think it's the uh, advanced job costing two hundred one. Oh. Well, I was just a little skeptical because Tom taught two classes, so I thought he was setting himself up. For no, I I genuinely care about his experience at all of the classes. Okay, good. I should good. have said the video one. Okay, <laughs> there you go. It's okay. It was, it was very no good. No hard feelings. Yeah. yeah. The uh, content-wise of Builder Trend process, that yeah. was a good marketing video session for sure. There you go. The Builder Trend related classes, Taylor's uh, Job Costing 201, I think was hands down my favorite. So, cool. Boom. And I think that was that could be a little bit of an overwhelming class for some of your some of the intro users or mm-hmm. people that are just trying to adopt some of the features. But I feel like it was, we got to dig into some good deeper stuff that was really strategic for us on how to do our workflow. Awesome. Because Matt and I were just talking about this before we went on air, as it were. Build the Trend is a software, right? And let's say you're Joe Contractor and I want to level up my business by getting a software system that helps us automate our processes. That's one piece of the puzzle. There's also like this middle ground of workflow as a business that you've got to commit to or reevaluate when you get a software. Is that fair? Yeah. I think one of your whole one of your hurdles on the sales side is you're you're trying to yeah to, to we try to disrupt our operations as a company and right. I think it's it's with a genuine interest in like if people would adopt your services and your your workflows it will improve their business and that you guys clearly know that and have customers that can back that up but it's a 
it's a disruptor to change how everybody does their entire business and not just one piece of their their industry so right um, that's probably one of your biggest hurdles but i think it's once you do that and you prove value and it's every time we add a feature we're like wow why did we not do that before right. yep. but it's literally taking the time and committing to doing it and and then it paying off yeah so. it's that commitment from the owner and the team yep because you can't just drag them along mm-hmm. they've got to have a buy-in like you mentioned and then then it all sort of works when you do that yeah i think i mentioned the first podcast like just we you know we we put our our noose per se out there to hang ourselves like if we've we've said we offer this platform to our customers like and then we don't update it and we don't do it right like we've just you know said that we should be a premium because we do this service or mm-hmm. it's worth this because we offer these features mm-hmm. and then if we don't we look like fools and we right. fall on our faces so yeah that's, that's good pressure yeah good pressure yeah, yeah. it is yeah, yeah. yeah good second question about btu what's one takeaway that you're like when we as soon as we get back to the office this is what we got to start working on uh I think leaving your office, I'll talk business-wise, like the the beautiful culture you guys have here is outside of the software that we work with you guys on. I think just hearing that and getting more stuff in the office that's culture-related and like not just the fun, cool stuff that you have here, that's awesome, but like the the words on the walls, the the you know the the empowering stuff that you guys do with your employees and the you know the positive feedback notes that are on the walls, like just the like driving home the fact that if if we want to be big on culture like how, the value of that and what that can do for your business and all across all facets so yeah uh, that's totally outside of your software but i think that's one of the biggest things obviously we have four pages of notes that we each took that are <laughs> things we need to do to make our our experience with builder trend better and sure. how we can tweak it for our customers but i think uh, i don't know i'm blown away by you guys and i appreciate the partnership with you guys of a company that you're not a Microsoft and you're not a, a big giant that we're just buying a monthly service from. Like you're a, a team of people here that's like literally like passionate about being a partner in our business. And it, it ties hand in hand in that with, because you're trying to be a part of companies' operations so deeply that I think that's why it also works. Like mm-hmm. you have a team that really does that and does that internally here. So Yeah, that's, awesome. that's really great to hear. That's one of the surprising things we've, we've gotten from Builder University. This is our 20th one, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's our twentieth, and it's every every. It, we didn't expect people to come here and, and like the stuff we have on our walls, and, and what we mean by that is, you know, the things we speak to with our team and how we hold them accountable in a good way. And we even talk about that when we're doing the the you know the the tour. We kick it off with a tour every morning, and those are three things you can apply to your business for sure. I mean, if you talk to your team about bring effort every day, have a positive attitude, because that's kind of what it is. It's a positive attitude. And you really care about what you do every day. Like that resonates whether you're in construction, software, or building widgets, doesn't really matter. Yeah, and that's such an important thing is is the industry is changing. uh, You know, we're trying to attract younger crowd across the board with customers and clients and and employees and all that. Yeah. That's that's where people see buy-in. And I see the, the way you guys are also, you know, able to leverage different people at you know, you know really young people that you're trying yeah. to get here in a market that's probably not where you're getting the you would not expect the best people to be right, right. Like the, or the most tech savvy people to be so you're trying to create that environment and you guys are crushing it with that so. yeah awesome. i think people Thanks. are always surprised by how young our crew is and then but also how much they care about construction like it's sort of like weird to people like, <laughs> yeah. why do all yeah. these young be besides us like what are all these young good-looking people actually care about like my construction business and yeah. i've always wondered that i think it, it speaks to our ownership and it speaks to those things on the wall so yeah we appreciate yeah. that you notice that yeah yeah that's awesome just a level set with the listeners in case you don't know emergent you need to For please sure. check out episode four what that was when we first talked to matt 
and uh, it's a great episode. You can find out a little, I'm not going to give it away, but we talked about the name, the meaning behind your name of the yeah. company in mm-hmm. that episode. That's right. a little teaser to get in there. Yeah. Go back and listen to episode four and you'll find out the uh, details on that. Also background on your company because we usually talk about that when our right. guests come on, mm-hmm. but then go listen to episode four for more details on you. But well, let's dive in. Oh. A little teaser. You're, yeah. I'll just say you are from Indianapolis. We'll let, sure. listen to the episode for everything else. Yeah. But you're in Indianapolis, right? Yeah. Um, thoughts on the Colts season? What, what, are, we, what are we thinking? <laughs> it's a little rough. It's a little it's, quick it's digression. Right now, but yeah. <laughs> Off of episode four, we talked to you nine months ago. Uh, you were talking about obviously coming to BTU, which we've talked about. We talked about implementing the software a little bit more. Um, but let's just do a check-in and see kind of where you're at now, right? So here we are. First, maybe let's start off with Instagram. That's a, that's a quick hit. Uh, you were just getting ready to cross over 5,000 followers back in February, and now I just checked, you're almost at 6,000. Yeah, hopefully so about to that's 6, a pretty 000. solid growth pattern, yeah. I think, for any business uh, over that basically like 10-month period, let's say. Yeah, yeah so, clearly like there'd be more, but it's been good. So sure. yeah, it's, uh, it's, and it's been an effort that I've, it's, I think it all falls on me because I haven't handed it off totally to really anybody yet, but uh, yeah, so it's pretty decent growth, but it's, it's, an, it's still an incredibly valuable tool for us, and I think it's, I think it does tie down to a number that we're going to track through Builder Trends leads a little bit better of where Ooh, those come nice. from. But I w- we think it's at least over 50% of our business comes still from Instagram. So it's amazing. The That's initial crazy. contact. And maybe they follow us on all the other channels or they come somewhere and then we, but I field messages all day from clients that are like, they love something or they, I can't wait. I'm saving up money so we can talk next year, that kind of stuff. So it's a, it's a really valuable tool. We have a really young client or young following, which is nice because you can see the analytics, but I think that age group is coming into an era of their second home or their mm-hmm. next project that they want to do. That's a little bit, you know, a little bit more suited for where we want to be and what works for us. So, um, but it's so it's kind of nice to build that following that we hopefully will, you know, it'll pay off in the future with even more business. So nice. It's just, Instagram's just so interesting. I'm, I'm digressing a little bit, but like I follow your story. It's like I know you guys. Like yeah. I know. It's you like, feel like you're part of it. It's like an episode every time. And it's like okay, that's what he's doing, and yeah. like, that's cool. So yeah, because it, that's got to help when it comes to them actually being ready to come talk to you it's not as like it's not as like like f- f- like like new to them they're like oh this is just matt yeah now we're just gonna talk about my project you yeah. finally got to meet them and you get, yeah yeah you, you, but you feel like you knew them for the whole time or yeah. they knew me for what we do right so. and so that's important to know like you can't just post photos of like your jobs mm-hmm. like i don't think that fully does what instagram does for you you got to put yourself out there there's got to be personality behind it you got to do stories right yeah it's gone through waves and i feel like there's a lot of there was a lot of people that did it for a lot of technical stuff or tool reviews and I think that's kind of gone away people get a little bit burnt out with that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but it's a it still needs to be valuable so there's still guys showing off really cool tools and what they can do but it's less salesy is more like the accounts that people really want to follow or more like good knowledge or stuff that they're teaching tips and tricks and yeah. like things that are doing or they're telling a story of what they do because it's we're clearly talking construction industry here because there's plenty of other platforms that do it that use that tool and do really well with it so yeah. sure I just think the angle is like I know me, like I'm scrolling through my stories when I'm on the couch, when I've done all my stuff, and my kids are in bed, and like I'm barely watching TV and I'm on my stories. So it's like, it's almost like TV yeah. is really what it is. And so it just needs to be entertaining. Yeah. And just following a story is entertaining, like whether the technical or not. Yeah. And I think the reality too is trying to, and we've tried to portray that with our reviews and I've, I've sent that to my customers of, you know, don't give us the, the, the TV version of stuff. Like I, I actually really like our reviews that come through the best that are like, it was a struggle. Like the process was a struggle, but at the end of the day, like they navigated us through a challenging process yeah. and we're very happy and we would hire them again. And we would recommend the team over again. So it's not a, 
it's not to falsify like how hard a remodel is, sure. especially if you're living there, like how tough that can be yeah. and give people a little taste of the reality of like, hey, we're, you're signing up with us for a difficult process because it is, but we're going to make it as easy as we possibly can. But we're also real people. Like, there's, yeah. we may mess up. You know, we will mess up, but we're going to make it that. right. I love the honesty. I, I think in marketing in general, that's what people want these days. Yeah. They don't want the sugar-coated version. It's true. Like, they don't want me as, like, the VP of marketing at Billetrain going, Billetrain's the greatest. Right. Right? Like, right. that doesn't resonate with people. It's yeah. like, obviously, we love our software, but, yeah, there's going to be some realities to our software. Like, we just talked about Like, you need to adopt it in your business. You need to commit to us as much as we're committed to you. Yeah, yeah you guys are, work. you're balancing how much you can invest in these tools that people think they need, but do they, they really know that that's the most important feature, right? right. Like, yes. that's not the best use of your 550 people right. here. Like, that's a... So there's an incredible team, but like those, it costs money to roll out features. So right. we get that. And yeah. it's like those, the three or four years we've had your service, like how much it's changed because you guys have grown too. Right. Yeah. So it's a fine balance. So it's good. Yeah. A little marketing tip for you. Be you real. Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, we talked about that with our, our latest video that we just threw up on the dot com. You yeah. know, it was, we put it up because we wanted real stories of people using builder trend. Right. So good, the bad and the ugly. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Good. So speaking of Instagram though. You had a post go viral. We did. Oh, we did? Yes. What? It, was what was it? it was technically on Facebook, but still social media. And yeah. it's funny because I, I, I pulled the stats up yesterday. It was about a year and a half ago. And we posted. I posted the same picture on Facebook and Instagram both. And it was a picture of a porta potty. Uh, like true. in a flood, like it had flooded at the like the house we were building. It was in a field, and it flooded around the porta potty. So it was like a foot of water, like in a huge area. So it looked like a porta potty sitting in the middle of a lake, basically. Oh yeah. And I just captioned like best caption wins an emergent T-shirt, and I was gonna give out a T-shirt to whoever comes with something funny, and it it did okay on Instagram. Like we had a decent hit and got a bunch of comments and stuff, but on Facebook I just checked it and it was. 4.5 million reached. What? Million. A million, 981,000 engagement and 151,000 comments. 151,000 comments? Yeah. yeah. And there was uh, 3,200 shares. So, it, and wow. we, we've got, we hadn't done a All bunch, for a t-shirt. All for a t-shirt. <laughs> People do right? crazy things for t-shirts. So I think I gave out 10 t-shirts, but then I had messages for months of like, hey, who got the t-shirt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw you give out the t-shirt. Yeah. You got to follow up with that one right there. Just be hounding you for that t-shirt. Right. The funny ones I like are the 5,000 people that hid all of our posts after that. <laughs> and then, oh, you can see that? And then two unlikes of our page. So. Oh, nice. But all right. We probably gained, we didn't have a very big presence on Facebook at that point. But I think we got about 2,000 followers from that post alone. That's so awesome. it's hilarious. But it, one that didn't get traction on Instagram that did really well on Facebook. But there you go. What? Yeah, there's really no rhyme and reason to why things go viral. It's like this weird sort of like you just got to hit it. I think the they right thing. then Facebook. I think their analytics are different because I think the way that the people post and share things, reshare things, you yeah. don't do that on Instagram. So it's yeah. it's right. more likely to go viral in that environment on Facebook because they're the way their platform is built. Right. I'm speaking from a guy that doesn't really know much about the technical side of social media, but right. Yeah. And Facebook just changed their algorithm for how they track business pages and how they show business pages pages to consumers. So that's been a little bit of a game changer for yeah. our industry in a good way i don't i'm not a big it's, al- it's made it more difficult guy. it's made it for more, more difficult for business pages right. so you, you obviously have a business yep. page for your uh for your company on facebook um and uh let's see probably about six months ago they changed the algorithm to because the problem is you would have consumers using facebook complaining about how many businesses they were seeing posts so in order to show more 
you know, people content versus business content, they made it harder for businesses to get in front of people. Right. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It'd be interesting to run the experiment again. again and <laughs> yeah. see. Repeat. About you that know? time of year. Right? Yeah. You can totally recycle that content. There's it, probably something there. It worked no that well. Yeah. 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 So That's awesome. It'd be interesting to see what happens. I think to your point in the video that, that you talked about, the, the class, I did it. Or I did it organically, and then I paid. I went and paid for the same post, like I yep. promote, I boosted to it, boost or whatever, it yep. and it didn't do as well as the organic. Yeah, like once it took off organically, yep. they they let the organic stuff happen. Absolutely, which I guess is a little more pure, but yeah, it was. I it watched the difference once I paid, and it didn't really change it that much. Yeah, it's it's really you're just paying Facebook at that point. Yep, you're just <laughs> giving them money. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Which they'll take gladly. Like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I feel like uh, we've kind of talked our ears off about social media. Yeah. So, but if you're not following Emergent, yeah. do that. Do that immediately at Emergent Indie dash Indie. We change it from an underscore or from a uh, or it's an at underscore Indie because it was just Emergent Indie with no right. dash, and, and everybody's like, like, "What's Emergent Indie?" Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah. it's Emergent underscore Indie. So. Nice. Yeah. So, so we're it's December. How long have you been running your business? 2007, but full-time at it, 2012. Okay, so is this around the time of year that you plan for next year? Is that a part of your process? We're actually, this has been a really good year for us, like growth-wise. So like, and, and I don't say growth like revenue or anything. It's been, an, it's been an okay revenue growth year, but like structurally and foundationally, we've grown a lot. And we've, we actually got our 2020 budget like hammered out in November, nice. late October. Mm -hmm. So, and I will be truthful, like that's the first like legit budget we've ever done. Right. So, and it's, it feels good. So it's kind of a, you know, kind Safe. of poised for some growth. Yeah, so. that's awesome. So you start planning, well, so you should start planning in November, but the reality is we all don't do that. And, yep. Right. And we all don't set budgets, but what else do you look at around this time of year? Like, what are the things you're considering? Because I, I honestly don't know in your yeah. business as an owner, like what do, you, what do you look at for a plan of next year? Yeah, I think it was good. It was good that we started that in October. I think it's probably a good time of year to start thinking about coming into the fall. Obviously, we're in a market where the cold weather does slow things down a little bit. Yeah, We've been fortunate for the last you know five, seven years that we really haven't slowed down volume wise of work because we do a lot of interior work as well. So mm -hmm. we're fortunate there. But I think it's, it's just a good time to reset everything almost and not to blow it all up and start over. But like it's a time to peek at all the different areas of where we can improve and clearly as fundamental as builder trend is in our operational flow. Like it's a perfect time to come here. Mm -hmm. We probably would have preferred to come earlier just so we could have done this six months ago, but I think it's also a good time of year is because everybody's thinking about a reset, you know, right. and like, what can we do next year and what can we strategically plan out for the next quarter and, and the quarters after. So, um, but we're definitely looking at, we've been strategic about the different segments of our business with remodeling, new construction, investment properties and commercial build outs. Um, so I'm excited about continuing the uh, pretty solid growth in all four of those segments. And it, it's really our growth plan to like stay diversified enough that, you know, it, nobody wants to talk about market speculation or what things are doing, but there, you know, if there's a potential slowdown, I mean, I, we're not seeing it in remodeling. We're mm -hmm. not, nobody's seen it too bad in housing, but mm -hmm. something will shift eventually. So it's kind of nice yeah. to be thinking about, and we're diverse enough in those four different segments to stay busy in any market with our current team. So because we've been through one of those scary times, you know, yeah. 2007 and eight. So, and then in 13 again, really for us. Right. So, yeah. Do you get specific, specific enough to uh, go through revenue targets and do you, do you uh, segment that in with the different uh, styles of construction you do or is it just an overall revenue target? We have, yeah, this year's actually kind of the first year we've kind of mapped out those four different segments um, to try to hit a target of our new construction goal for next year, our remodeling goal for next year, um, how many houses do we want to buy and sell next year, um, you know, the commercial world as well. So 
and then maintaining our portfolio of rental properties. So it's right. kind of a, there is some, there's definitely strategy there of like which buckets we want to be poured into more so than others next year. So. Yeah. And so like for someone who's never done this, and there's probably a lot uh, in this industry and in all of industry, like what's the framework? Do you just say, here's a realistic revenue number and then we back our way into how we get there? I need to, I need this many leads to get this many sales at an average product project price of this and then that's that's the north stars let's go yeah yeah we've tried to uh compartmentalize that out a little bit i think a lot of it is our um our hard cost of doing business which is me my partner um our office staff our, our project managers uh care on selections estimator austin mm -hmm. like we know we have those costs right and then we got to figure out okay with these six or seven people we've got to at least be doing x dollars a right. year like you know five yep. million or whatever it is like we got to yep. hit that number at the margins we're projecting our workout and all that kind of thing. So, and then having field staffs a little different because we use them as a cost of goods sold. So as long as we have enough work for them, like we're either going to sub it out or do it with employees. So right. that kind of funnels that. But yeah, we try to back into, you know, how does that track down the leads and how many, because it's a slow burn in our world. I mean, it takes me a while to, on a big remodel to, it's, you know, somebody doesn't reach out and they're like, let's ready to sign next week right, and let's yeah. do it. Like there are those, but it's such a hard process. Like there's a lot to wrestle through. Mm -hmm. So. It is a slow burn, but we and we so we we do try to wrestle with how many of those different types of leads there are. But it, and I don't have great numbers of what those look like, but it's as many leads as we can take is kind of the goal, right. and then wrestle with which ones are the best fit for us. One is a customer, two financially, and right. and three, I guess, do we, is it a project that we really want to do? You know, mm -hmm. like is it a cool project that we want to be proud of? So, Absolutely. So there's a lot of those things to wrestle with, and we, the different segments of business allow us to do a few different things because mm -hmm. obviously investment property work is a little bit different than a high-end remodel. So right. yeah, but it's also hard to adapt and stay on all fronts to be able to cover all those. So yeah, the the first step is literally just analyzing your business and yep. saying, you know. For this type of project, it takes six months. Let's just make that our lead lead to sale. And then this one's this and this one's that. And here's the average revenue for these. And then it all just sort of works if you start thinking about it that way. Right? Yep. And we're a cabinet dealer of our own our line of cabinetry. So we have that little bit that we do as well, which means more design, more stuff in-house with our team. But And with the staff of carpenters, it's, yeah, how many how many kitchens do we have to install next year? How many trim packages do we need to put in to, like, justify having four guys or six guys or mm -hmm. people? But, you know, what... What does that look like? So it's kind of a challenge of a lot of different math mm -hmm. fronts to, to put numbers to it. So. And so would, would, is it fair to say some people, that's a scary and it's intimidating to do and it's a lot of planning. So do some business owners just shut their eyes and go, let's yeah, roll. I think there's there, <laughs> there's definitely some truth to that. If you, right. uh, there's, and which is understandable, right? Yeah, like it's, yeah. That's a lot of work and it's scary. Yeah. Some days you just got to risk it and go for it. I mean, you got to yeah. know what those people cost you and what the minimum operating is. But yeah. yeah and at the end of the day, if it doesn't work, it's coming out of my pocket, right. out of the profit. So, yeah. it's a, so I'm the one that loses if right. it doesn't work, you know? Right. So, But yeah, it's, there's certainly a, a, an inherent amount of risk that I've become a little bit more tolerant of over the years, but it's it takes some time and some courage and, uh, yeah. um, and it's not easy. So, And everybody's well, yeah. levels are different. Yeah, and we talked about this in our first podcast is like, it's scary to take that jump to own your own business and this is a part of it. And so I guess there's just sort of levels to you just keep making jumps scary ones yeah they get less scary though they do and it's yeah. uh but yeah and every new employee like that's a okay i'm committing to this salary like right. okay now i got to produce even more like can we do that and having yep. having that right person that really can produce value for the money you're going to pay them and and get them bought in on the system is really key because they'll that can destroy your budget right it just speaks to what we talk about a lot which is hiring is important and if you miss that's a big investment for you to to miss on and reset yeah adapt, adapt quick and change quick if it is a miss so. yep 
good. Yeah. So nobody here that you brought to miss though. Yeah, like they're, no. they're not listening. Kara's <laughs> sitting about ten feet okay. from us. Yeah. So she's Kara's working out okay. Tire. She's yeah. she's actually the Instagram master. Okay, so, so go. far so good. Yeah. Shout out Kara. Yeah. yeah. So all right, but she's been a great addition. She's an example of that. So now she does a design, a selection, coordination, pre-construction with our team. So a role that we didn't we did, but it was kind of a we limped by, and a couple people looked at it, and it's a. You know, we, we finally had enough volume to justify a person that we could dedicate just to that. So the beauty of running a business, I think, is that the little bit, the bigger you grow, the more specialized your jobs can right. get. Yeah. Uh, but it's hard as a small business to because you, you have to start off with more jack of trades kind of people, yep. jack of all trades people. And then you can you can justify a little bit more money and better salaries and better people that can get more specialized. Yeah. So. And, and just in general, we don't have to dive into it. Have you seen the return on, on making that leap to specialization? I, I, we do. Every like. Time after time, as long as we can continue the growth, right. like, I think that's like every time we're like, how do we live without them person? Right. How do we live right. without this builder turn feature? Like, right. you know, yeah. how do we do the spreadsheets and selections before this system? Yep. You know, like I, yeah. it's one of those things that makes you feel dumb looking back of like, how did I not think it was gonna? How could I not right. believe it was gonna pan out? Right. Yeah, yeah, but. There's, there's still a lot of, sure. there's times where it doesn't pan out. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. Just real quick on that, don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole on the hiring thing, but obviously people are looking at 2020. They might be thinking about adding somebody to the team. Would you mind sharing some of your thoughts on like, how did you find these great people? Like, what was that process like yeah. for you? Well, she's a great example. We keep talking about social media. We, I met Kara through Instagram. So we've, and actually our, uh, our, a carpet, young carpenter that just started for us, he also came from, I think it was Facebook or social media. So. It's, so it's also a tool that we're not, it's not just about company brand of the clients. Um, it's also an internal cultural company yeah. like brand of like the more people are excited about coming to work for a brand that has a following right. or, or, uh, or just making those connections of right. thinking that not to act like we're, you know, we're, it's falsifying who you are. Cause it does make you feel like you're bigger than what we really are. But right. like people see value in that and it, it gives them a peek to the behind the curtains, like you said, of like showing some of our flaws or showing some of what we do. Like that also attracts employees, like sure. they get it and showing off your employees, right? So it's yeah. kind of a, and you guys rolled out the builder trend life, I kind of think recently, yep, right? That's it's, right. It's fun to follow. It's like you see all the silly stuff you guys do around yeah. the office. So it's, it's that kind of stuff that builds culture that it's your track, you're marketing to your team as well. Yeah, we heard sure. that on this stage from Nick from NS Builders. He said the exact same thing. He yeah. found two, three, and he, he named how it happened, and they've been great employees for him. So Sorry, Nick, I didn't listen to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell. He's We're, we that. talk often, though. Yeah, yeah, you guys are fun. <laughs> that's awesome. I also wanted to follow up. You mentioned the rental side. I feel like that's something we don't typically hear from the builders we talk to. I wouldn't mind. Would you mind sharing a yep. little bit more about what that looks like for your business? Yeah. So we've uh, we have about I think it's about ten units that are rental properties, single families, and duplexes, and we've we've set them up now as a job and builder trend um, for full functionality of repairs and maintenance and costs there. Um, we've we did not click on the tenants to be the customer. I've thought about rolling that out, but we do have, and we've also used it for our other side of the business. The investment properties that are our own projects, but we're the developer on. Um, and we're going to start using the daily logs as our updates to our investors and have them be the customer of the job. And they won't look in, you see all the, everything on it, but it would be a trigger for us to be able to send them a nice clean update with pictures and, and where we are on it. So mm -hmm. yeah, like it, I think that learning this afternoon of like other creative ways to use builder trend, like it's good to, there's a lot of tools there for whether it's internal you know, company management. And we've, we built out our office in the last year and a half. We've done a decent amount this last year. So our our office is a continuous job and builder trend that any costs related to maintenance or improvements in our, in our space, we use for that. And then we're going to take back a lot of what we learned today and put it in the to-dos of that and create that as our, 
our kind of team management landing spot, you know, and assigned to do's to that. So, yeah, nice. see, I think a lot of people sign up for Buildertrend and go, okay, they look to us and say, how should I use daily logs? Well, our job is to show you functionally, like how you create a daily log and like where you do things functionally, but like use it any way you want. Yeah. And, and open your mind to that because it can a lot of our features can be used a lot of different ways. Yeah, all the sheets and data with adding your own columns. I mean, you can basically yeah. make it your own mm-hmm. yeah, there's, Excel spreadsheet or something. There's so much customization to it that you can yeah. you can definitely dive in and do that. That's I mean, neat I, to see your usage of it outside of the box a little bit. And I get it. You guys are trying to get your claws in everywhere. So that's <laughs> right. Talked with Jeff about that. that yeah. The more you have us, the more uh, we can't leave, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. St- we call it we'll, stickiness. We'll pay, yeah. we'll pay what you want, you know? Yeah. Hey, as long as there's <laughs> mutual benefits. Exactly. Right. We're yeah. just an uh, equal opportunity business partner. That's right. That's right. You know? That's right. So. Perfect. That's awesome. Well, Matt, I feel like we probably should wrap up, but first, I want to talk about one more hot topic, your car. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, what's going on with this car? Yeah. Well, tell us about your car, Matt. He saw, I think they saw on social media that Kara had posted our travel to the airport from Indy, and I'd, so you I recently little... switched from a, a truck to a Tesla Model 3. So. Oh. That's right. Tes- team Tesla over team here. Tesla. I'm, I'm feeling left out. I mean, I'm a guy with a beard, and I look like I should drive a pickup truck, right? Yeah. So it's a, How about the new Cybertruck? I mean, it's a little out there. That's a, yeah. not, it's a not, lot. It's a lot out there. I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm curious to see what actually gets released when it sure. comes out. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. It's the future. It's, it is definitely the future. A little edgier than I thought he was going to go. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, the, the Model 3 has been a fun switch, and it's, I mean, I, it's the Midwestern thing to justify that it's actually cheaper for me to own than a truck. Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm doing a service to the country. Right? You are. So, you are. And uh, to, your, to your own pocketbook. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it, it honestly does save money with fuel costs with a, few, with a truck around the city for a guy like me that doesn't really need a truck bed all the time. Yeah. And then I have access to our company vehicles if I need a truck. So it's been a nice. It's been a fun ride. So and it does hold a lot though. If you like fold down the back seats, you can stick a lot of stuff. You in could there. almost get a sheet of plywood in there. Man. All right, probably. So are they a sponsor now of this podcast? <laughs> Tesla. Well, I'll make a call to Elon. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got him on speed dial. Yeah, you can pay me back for mine if he wants at least. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right with that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but Tom has one as well. I hear. Yes. I do. Yes. Is yes. it blue? Is it builder no. trim blue? No. It, well, it's midnight silver, which okay. has a little bit of the blue in it. Yeah. So. You know, I've thought about wrapping mine. I need to yeah. do something a little different. Maybe. What color is yours? It's black. Okay. I thought about wrapping it our our gray or a matte gray color to be more on brand. You That'd know? be like nice. So. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good for so. you guys. Whenever. Hey Paul, you want to yeah. you want to buy Tesla now? All right. So when I get my Tesla, we'll have you back for the third time. Yeah. yeah there, we we'll there we go. It'll be Tesla talk. Okay. There we go. It's got oh. enough microphones. We could probably record in the car. We, and yeah. it's quiet too. It is quiet. Yeah. yeah. So we get a good All right. good audio. Well, enough with the Tesla. <laughs> That doesn't have to make the cut, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, I, I'm the editor yeah, here. He's it's gonna, trust me, it's going to be in. It's if staying. my customers are listening, it doesn't cost you any more money. Yeah, there that's you go. True. Sure yeah. That, yeah, that's a program note. <laughs> it's true. They start at 37000 Yeah. It's, it's if you're If you're out there looking at a, a mid-size sedan, like a Toyota Camry, which, by the way, for the first time ever, so top-selling car in California of, in the sedan class has been the Toyota Camry for years. And two months ago, so in October, that Model 3 outsold the Camry in California. Wow. So, I mean, because the price, you, yeah. it's it's not as expensive. Everybody hears Tesla and they think, oh my gosh, it's a $80,000 car, which they have those if you want them. They do. Mm-hmm. But the Model 3, yep. 37000 and going from a 2500 that I had, like you can, I mean, a 2500 quad cab, like yeah, those leather, are, like you could spend 75 grand on a truck. Absolutely. Like yeah. easily for yeah. some of the nice ones. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. There you go. Tesla, there you go. A little pitch. It's a Midwesterner. You know, you got to justify go. your purchase. All yeah, that's right. Apparently. But, I got, but I got a deal on exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which you don't get a deal yeah. on Tesla. That that's is true. the other thing. Yeah. There's no, no. negotiation. No. Well, hey, I appreciate that, though. I do, too. Everybody it's pays the same price, right? Yeah. You don't have to hassle with all that. So Put it's a true. deposit down. The car showed up at my house in two weeks. Like, oh, wow. That's crazy. That's right? awesome. Yeah. Good for you guys. <laughs> All right, Matt, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. We really enjoyed talking to you today. We, of course, appreciate your usage of Builder Trend and how much you've just adopted the system. So thanks for joining us. And again, we wish you continued success in 2020. Thanks so much for having me. I have a good friend in Nashville who's doing a training with you guys next week. So he was te texting me about how to sign up and what he, if, if he should. And I obviously encourage that. So yes, thanks. appreciate thanks. that, man. Yep. All right. Thank you. Love what you heard? Don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast so you can hear from more guests that will benefit your business. Also, please check out our show notes page for more information on what we discussed on this episode. You can find it at buildertrend.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Building Code. Appreciate you.